Yeah, I want to thank you all again for joining me this morning. Thank you for dialing in to Facebook or YouTube, and we're just grateful that you're here with us. If you remember last week, we started a new series, and the series was titled Foundations. And the foundation that we're talking about is the foundation that we build our life upon. You know, everybody builds something in life. We're all trying to attain certain things. And the foundation upon which our life is built upon will determine whether or not we're successful later in life, whether or not the things we're building will stand the test of time, so, so to speak, or whether they're going to fall apart after you know, a certain period of time. The scripture story that we were looking at last week was one that Jesus told a group of people. And kind of in a nutshell, what it was, was Jesus was talking about two men who built houses. And they both had the same intent. They had the same information. They had the same resources and everything. And one of them built his house or built the foundation of it uh, on the sand. And it was built on a surface that was one that was very, you know, temporary, you know, like the sand at a beach. You know, you watch it come and go as the waves come upon it. The other person, he built his um, house and the foundation upon a rock. And Jesus talked about how when the storms of life came about, you know, that house was battered by the winds and battered by the seas and and yet the house did not fall, but the one built on sand did fall. Well, what were these two guys thinking? Because we all know that whatever it is that you go to build, if you want it to be something that is well built and something that will endure the test of time, something that will stand firm, you got to plan for it. You have to consider all of the possibilities. You have to do the research, and take the whole building project seriously. It's the same thing in our walks of life, our walk of Christian faith. You know, we have to take this very seriously, especially if we want to prevent any kind of disaster in the future. You know, I don't care what it is that you're building, but if you see it is having great value, that's when you will spare no expense. And not just money, but time and talent and resources. If the thing that you're building in your life is valuable to you, then you're going to put forth the effort and you're going to apply the resources necessary in order to make it work. It's the same. It's like a kid that's getting ready to go to college. And let's say this, this kid really wants this program to work out so that he can follow his dream and, you know, be whatever. Well, you know, with this intent in his heart, this this young man goes to college and applies himself and goes above and beyond in order to do very well in school and in college and to glean as much from his education as possible so that he can apply it to his life later. You have to take these things, you know, with with tremendous you know, authority and with tremendous resources, and you have to take them and, and apply these things to the way that you live and the way that you build. The story that Jesus told comes from the book of Luke in chapter 6. 
And here's part of what it says. It says, They're like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house, but could not shake it because it was well built. You know, these scripture stories like this, especially these ones that Jesus told during his ministry, these are timeless stories that indicate and show us certain, you know, priorities and shows us, you know, all kinds of ways that that we can live effective, good lives for for Christ and for God and and to be very, you know, foundational in the things that we do in life. These are timeless ways of understanding our life in Christ. This particular story tells us about how the guy dug deep. You know, and I'll tell you what, anybody out there that knows about building and building on foundations, especially on rock, that's hard, difficult work. It's a lot more difficult to dig down deep to the point of rock and build your foundation on top of that rock than it is to build maybe a, a light foundation on top of the sand. And you can kind of see the parallel there. But the story's talking about this guy that, you know, puts in all the effort necessary in order to build his house and his foundation on rocks. You know, for those that, that really know me, I, I've been into cars and Volkswagens most of my life. And I've restored several. And I've probably had over 30 different Volkswagens over the years. And, you know, um, I learned something early on and learned it the hard way. And it's this. When you go to do paint work on a vehicle and you want this vehicle to be just pristine, you know, you want the paint job that you're doing on it to be just perfect. Well, I've learned the hard way that if there are imperfections, you know, if there's a little piece of lint or there's dirt in the paint or there's, you know, a, a little teeny weeny dent, you know, that you don't see with the naked eye, once you put paint on it and a clear over top of it, it's going to show like a sore thumb. So everything has to be perfect. Same thing with your foundation of your life. If you want to live a good life, and we want to have hope in our life, and we want to one day uh, live a great eternity with God, then we need to start today with the foundation upon which we're building. In church, I was showing them a video, and I'll tell you about it a little bit. It was Denzel Washington. And Denzel Washington was called to um, go to uh, speak at a commencement exercise of a very well-known university. And one of the things he told the students was this. He said, you know, you can look at me and all the success that I've had in life. You can look at all the things that I have, you know, attained in life and whatever. And, and you might look at all that and say, that's wonderful. He says, but let me tell you this. He said, the thing that you need to do first in life is put God first in your life. He was saying that, you know, I've walked away from God, and I, when I came back to God, God was there. And he said, but I realized today that the only reason I've been as successful as I, am, as I have been is simply because of the grace of God and the relationship that I have in God. So he says, I tell you right now, you want to live a good life? Put God first. 
put God first in, regardless of what storms come to your life. You always have the hope and the assurance of a bright future, which makes going through the, tribu the tribulations of today's life, you know, a lot easier to do when you know that tomorrow better days are going to be coming because of the promises that God has made to us. That was the foundation that Denzel Washington uh, built his life on. A lot of people, though, believe that all I have to do is live by the golden rule. Treat people the way I want to be treated, uh, work hard, and, you know, I'll be happy and everything will work out in the end. But you know what? Does having a million bucks make you happy? Yeah, that'd be nice. Does treating everybody nice, does that have anything to do with what's going to be going on in your life a hundred years from now? You see, the foundation that he's talking about is you need to have a foundation built on faith in God, the God of Scripture, who defines who he is. When we read Scripture, it tells us who God is and tells us about his character and his nature and tells us what promises we can expect. That's, that's really a beautiful thing. There was a a man back in uh, the war, his name was Alvin York, and some of you might remember him. He was a war hero that struggled with his Christian faith about whether or not he should go to war or not go to war. Well, I won't go through the whole story for you, but the man came back a war hero because uh, he captured this Nazi uh, group of Nazis at this marine, machine gun nest and you know, a bunch of others. Uh, the story is quite fascinating. I'll encourage you to go online and read about it. Uh, his name is Alvin, Alvin Cullum York. And uh, it's a fascinating story. But once again, York describes how his foundation when he went into the military was a foundation built on his relationship with Christ. So when he came out of the military and all these things were saying, you know, fame and fortune and you can go on speaking tours and, you know, you're a hero and all this. He's like, that really doesn't have a lot of meaning for me. He says, my foundation, the thing that I have built my life upon is the promises of Christ and the promises of Scripture. And that those are eternal promises, not just temporary stuff where, you know, I'm well known today and 10 years from now, nobody remembers my name. And unfortunately, that's that's what happens in this life. So many times people try to to climb the ladder and be on top of the world here in this life. And sometimes they make it. And then, you know, only a handful of years later, no one even remembers. But when your life is built upon the foundation of Christ, when your life is built upon this foundation that says, Jesus died for me because I needed that. I, I have a problem where I don't do things always the way I should. I, I'm a sinful person. You know, my human nature is flawed. And in order to be restored to a, an ongoing relationship with God, I have to be, I have to be cleaned up. Something has to happen to pay the price for all of the sin in my life. And our faith teaches us, our foundation teaches us that Jesus paid that price and Jesus is the one that provided that way home. 
It makes a lot of difference when you're facing the storm today that you know will be gone tomorrow. Friends, what I want you to consider today is what it is that you're building your life upon. Not only what you're building, but what are you building your life on? What are the things that you hold near and dear as truth in your life? What are the aspects of life that are immovable, unshakable? What are the things in life that hold nothing but opportunity and promise for you? What are the things that are real and not just things that are wishful? Consider that. Thanks and God bless. Share this. I encourage you to go on the YouTube channel and Tough Questions for God and just check it out. Thanks and God bless. Tough Questions for God is a teaching ministry of the Rosebush United Methodist Church where we challenge our faith with some of the most difficult issues. Tough Questions for God is available on Facebook Live Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or go on our website at toughquestionsforgod.org and just follow the links on the homepage for YouTube or via podcast. Thanks for joining and don't forget to like and share. God bless.